the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. On the Andrea K Show. Here on The Answer San Diego, AM 1170, FM 96.1. Again, thank you for tuning in. We've got a great show lined up for you. Truly, I had a blast last night. I hope you all listening, all the listeners out there, enjoyed the conversation, especially with Jake Lang, who's been in prison for more than 1,000 days. I don't know how he does it. He says it's about faith. I believe him. we got to keep the faith. Having a relationship with God is is so important, especially these days, because it feels kind of like the end times. Maybe not. <laughs> but I tell you what, we got a lot a lot to go over. So the first thing, of course, some general stuff. You can all find me on X at Riley underscore McBride underscore. Please do not be a stranger. Reach out to me if you have anything to add to the conversation or any thoughts on what we're talking about, especially with new stories or tips or new angles. Maybe details that I've missed because I can't, you know, catch everything, right? I can't catch all of the details, so I need everybody, all the listeners, all the folks at home to help me put the pieces together so we can see the bigger picture. That's that's the name of the game, and all of that said, please reach out to me if you have any inquiries, questions, comments, feedback, concerns, you know the drill. It's at Riley underscore McBride underscore. You can also reach out to Andrea or both of us here. At the AK Show San Diego, at AK Show San Diego on X as well. Speaking of X, I'm just looking through my feed right now. (laughs) Wow, there's a lot going on. Um, Some rumors about Donald Trump, the former president, who really was just such a remarkable leader, and he still is. And despite concerns about him and his vision or maybe some of the missteps from his first term i do believe that he could win a primary election i do think he could win a general election i think a lot of people are hungry for a second trump term even some unexpected people like christopher cuomo the former cnn anchor who has a couple of times in the last couple of weeks mentioned that we survived a trump term the first time and we probably and we would again And that we're actually, possibly, maybe we were better off, at least in his words. Obviously we were, but, you know, he's coming from progressive hubs, so I understand why he's maybe couching his language or whatever he's doing. He's playing it safe because endorsing Trump among um, progressive circles is a cardinal sin, I suppose. But I, I love the guy. I truly do. Number 45, a great president. And apparently he's in talks. This is just a rumor. I don't know. It's it's not confirmed, but apparently Donald Trump 
has a great relationship with Nikki Haley. Obviously, I'm not a fan of Nikki Haley for a whole lot of reasons, and it's not personal, it's political. She's probably a fine person. Maybe she's an, you know, she's got children and friends and neighbors and whatever. I mean, maybe she's perfectly nice outside of politics. However, her policy recommendations, the positions that she's taking, her whole campaign, the way it's gone, all of her messaging, her policy platform, her performance in debates, I don't see it. I don't think Nikki Haley is a rising star, and according to the polls, she isn't. So I wonder, why is Trump, who's the front-runner for the GOP right now, the de facto nominee, reportedly in talks with her to make her his VP? Now, there's a great account on X. You've got to follow this guy, at Still Gray, Ian Miles Chong. He's, uh, he's got some really interesting stuff. He's got a poll right now. You should definitely go vote in it because... I mean, it's got 2,500 votes right now, and basically he's trying to figure out if conservatives are excited about those, those rumors or if they're upset about it. I think it's just a terrible idea, strategically. I don't think she's the right person for the job. I don't really like anything about her. I mean, the former UN ambassador, her campaign has accused Donald... I mean, she, she's actually been okay, I guess, about not critiquing Donald Trump, but she's really gone hard after DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy. She's made this race all about her, and she basically utters the same talking points you get from progressives, but frames them in Republican terms. I don't like it. It's a lot of the same identity politics that you get from someone like Maxine Waters or Hillary Clinton. Oh, if you don't like me, it's, it's because you're sexist or because you're racist, or because you're misogynistic, and politics is just an old boys club, and we need a female candidate. I mean, Nikki Haley cites Hillary Clinton as her inspiration for jumping into politics. She is another Hillary Clinton. So I don't know why Donald Trump is allegedly talking to her about a VP slot, but I really, really hope that he would go with someone like Vivek. I think it's a slam dunk. He should pick Ramaswamy. Having said that, here's a a report from the Washington Examiner. Obviously, Donald Trump is leading all his competitors in national and early nominating state polling, according to this piece. Um, And there's been some kerfuffles going on. You know, I guess she called Ron DeSantis phony and said that he spent all his or uh, wasted a bunch of his money. Having said that, I, I just don't understand what's what's going on here. Apparently, Trump has said that he has a good relationship with Nikki Haley, and he wouldn't mind possibly working with her. I'm not sure if she is actually in talks, though, with him. It's hard to say. I guess during um, <laughs> during an event today in New Hampshire, Ron DeSantis challenged Nikki Haley to directly say whether or not she would consider being Donald Trump's vice president, or at least the running mate on his ticket. I guess DeSantis said, quote, Haley and Trump spend money against me. He has not spent any money against her, and she has not spent any money against him. He went on to say, she will not answer directly, and she owes you an answer to this. Will she accept a vice presidential nomination from Donald Trump? Yes or no? (laughs) Good question, Ron. I know I've got some of my own issues with Ron DeSantis, but overall, he's still a straight shooter, and I can always respect that in a lot of ways. I mean, he can be self-serving during debates. He certainly 
misleads people in his own ways, and he's still a politician, so a lot of what he says and does is very self-serving. I have to keep that in mind. Having said that, I don't like Nikki Haley, and I believe it. And we have another, uh, yeah, more quotes, right, blah, blah, blah. We needed someone to shake it up in 2016, but now we need someone who can actually be focused and disciplined, right, okay, blah, blah, blah. So what does this even what does this even really mean? I mean, at some point Trump's going to have to pick a VP and it looks like he is going to be the nominee. They've tr- they've done everything in their power. The media, the DOJ, Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray, Joe Biden and all of his appointees. They've done everything they possibly can to keep Trump out of office to get his name off of the ballot, to frame him and paint him as some sort of turncoat who's also unfit for the job. They've gone after him for his age, his diet, um, some of the mistakes that he's made in the past, his brazen and bold sort of way of speaking. I like it, of course, by the way. I really do. I like that he says whatever's on his mind. I, I always know what he's thinking. To me, that's total transparency, and that's a net positive. That's a benefit. However, here's the thing, though, with because Trump does have certain sides of him that we don't always see. Sometimes it's very hard to read him. It's hard to know exactly what he's thinking. And I really don't understand why he would be in talks with Nikki Haley. That's really what I don't understand because she doesn't seem to prioritize any of the same things. He wants to bring our troops home. She wants to send them out to war. She wants to deploy them to fight Iran, China, Russia, North Korea, Venezuela, you name it. Donald Trump wants to build a border wall. I don't think Nikki Haley does. Donald Trump wants to cut taxes and stimulate the economy which doesn't come with stimulus checks that are just arbitrarily printed. It comes when you unshackle people in the private sector. And you can largely do that by cutting down on useless regulations and slicing taxes. That's how you mobilize the private sector, which is much more efficient and effective at spending money than the public sector, in large part. And that's why we need to that's part of the reason why we need to be lowering government spending, which is something where Trump he needs to be better about that. I don't know what I'd, I'd love to hear from from the listeners tonight. I'm not sure what you guys think, but I love Trump. I have so much respect for him. He's the only president in my lifetime and maybe in the history of this country to forego a salary or any sort of monetary compensation for the work that he's doing. The media constantly attacks him. He doesn't care. The Democrat Party constantly attacks him. He doesn't care. The celebrities and Hollywood and the censorship industrial complex, they go after after him, his friends, his family, his neighbors, his business associates, anybody that he's ever talked to or had a good relationship with. They're trying to squeeze him as hard as they can, but Donald Trump, he's still here. The guy's a fighter. And that's what I really, really love about him. And Nikki Haley might have some of that spirit within her. I mean, she she's she definitely has something of a spine, I guess. I just think that she's kind of bought off. I think that she's been corrupted by special interest groups, by large donors, by the managerial elite. I think that she is a little too hungry to have a lot of power. I think she's power hungry. Donald Trump, at least not in the same way. Not not political power. I mean, he, he left the presidency, the Oval Office, totally peacefully when Joe Biden was quote-unquote elected. And he's a perfectly peaceful man, despite what the mainstream media says about him being racist or evil or misogynistic or out of touch. There is maybe no one else who's 
more in touch with the average American voter right now of all backgrounds, of all demographics. doesn't matter what your race or ethnicity is or your religious affiliation or, or how much money you're making. It seems like, generally speaking, people are seeing right now the contrast between a Trump presidency and a Biden presidency, and it's undeniable that we are so much better off with the idea of Trump back in office. We think he could clean things up so quickly from Islamic terror to border security and illegal immigration to the nationwide crime spike to the economy and inflation. It's it's there's so much potential and so much vision and the values are right there. He he loves this country truly. So we'll see. I don't know if he can somehow convince me that Nikki Haley is a good idea for a VP then Maybe he is that good of a salesman. I don't know. I don't like her. Let me know what you guys think. Reach out to me at Riley Riley underscore McBride underscore. We are going to take a quick break, so please stick around. We've got a lot for you in the the, uh, rest of the hour. It's going to be a jam-packed show. Bob Walters will be joining me, our education contributor, so please stick around. Actually, he will be joining us after the break. Yeah, so we're going to pivot and talk a little bit about education, politics, all the usual crazy stuff because it's Friday. And hopefully he has some good news for us too. So please, everybody, stick around. We'll be right back after a short break. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Happy Friday, everybody. From beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. Wow. What a beautiful town this is. I've, I've, I just love being from here. I love calling this place home. I'm very happy. It's Friday. The weather is beautiful. It's not too cool, but it's cool enough beautiful sunset although the days are short and that's unfortunate i'm more of a summer guy i guess but still i actually wonder if bob walters prefers winter or summer so i guess we can just ask him you know what bob let's just bring him on you guys know bob walters our education contributor the man the myth the legend he's got some good news he's got some not so good news it's going to be something of an emotional roller coaster so buckle up Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Bob Walters, thank you for joining me. Happy Friday, my friend. Happy to be here. So I understand you've got a lot of stories to cover. Where do you want to start? I'll start with the good news. Okay. That's always a good, uh, best place to start. (laughs) (laughs) The Republican Senate in Ohio clears the ban on transgender affirming care for minors. And transgender athletes are forbidden to be in girls' sports, which is good. However, the Democratic governor has yet to sign it, which is eh, risky, but we'll see what happens. Interesting. Yet to sign it, you said? The Democratic governor hasn't signed it yet. Okay, interesting. I wonder what he's thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I got my prayers out for him, but we'll see. (laughs) Okay. A Florida high school is fined $16,000 for allowing a transgender athlete to play in girls' volleyball. Wow. Really? This is the first enforcement proceeding in the state of Florida. Wow. So wait, so what's going to happen? They were fined? They were fined $16,000, the high school was. Wow. Allowing a transgender athlete to play against girls in girls' volleyball. Really? 
Yeah, which is against the law in Florida. Hey, I'm, I'm glad they're enforcing that law, by the way. Yeah, actually, it's the first time. I'm just surprised. Wow. <laughs> okay, a school board member in Mesa Unified School District in California school uh, sues the school district for implementing a policy that helped parents hide their so-called gender transition from their parents. So the school board member does not agree with the Mesa Unified School District, which does allow uh, secret information from the parents, but he's suing them to stop it. So good news if, he, if he's successful. Yeah, that's another good one. That's great. Yeah. I mean, these lawsuits sometimes drag on, though, right? So I don't know how long it's going to take, but I, I hope I hope it works out well. Wow. I'll keep, I'll keep track. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two Jewish groups sue University of California over anti-Semitism, claiming they have allowed it to go unchecked despite the Title IV of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. So that's that's going to be in court for a while, but that's legal action by the two Jewish groups against the University of California. What, what are the? What, do you know the names of the groups? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I guess I can look up the the article. Yeah, I'd be curious the, to find out who who uh, this is. Yeah. That's interesting, though. This this whole thing, I'm I'm sure. There's just been such a massive outpouring of anti-Semitism, so I'm surprised there hasn't been more backlash. I'm glad to see it's it's finally coming, though. I agree. It's pretty pathetic what's going on. I've got more stories on this okay. tonight. Okay, National College Crazies. The National Medical Association, an organization of black physicians, is raising money for black medical students since the court decision against preferential treatment for blacks in colleges has been forbidden by the court recent court ruling. Really? Only five percent yeah. Only five percent of physicians are black in this country despite there being fourteen percent of the population. In medical schools today, nine percent of the applicants are black, but only seven percent graduate. Rum begins in kindergarten where only three percent of the blacks display advanced mathematics compared to sixteen percent of the white students. So I wish him well, but uh, it's it's a pain. And maybe maybe with the these students that aren't bright enough to be a doctor, maybe they need to become something in the trade, like a carpenter or metal worker. They make a hundred thousand dollars a year doing that kind I was, of stuff. Yeah, I was no gonna say that you, there's some plumbers around San Diego, they do very well. Even carpenters, construction, many other different trades yeah. and stuff, welding, engineering, there's a lot out there. Yeah, sometimes we do over focus on people who really aren't qualified for what it is they uh, were told to seek. When in fact, there's other options they should be looking at. So definitely, anyway, listen. Yes. Okay. The first 24 years of this century has been the era of woke supremacy, where the colleges downplay traditional academic standards. Many liberal colleges are suffering now with the loss of attendance and funding, but private colleges and religious schools are doing great because they focus on education, not indoctrination. And many businesses now recognize this also. DEI needs to be defunded. And schools should stop accepting students who are unqualified to allow them simply to collect tuition. I agree. I so agree. DEI, CRT, it's a way to reframe anti-white racism and anti-American extremism as a good thing. Yeah. It's disgusting. In in these recent demonstrations, there's a lot of business now that won't hire people from Harvard or or Yale. Well, and the same with the, the law school after that Stanford law professor or that one judge went to Stanford law and was basically yelled at for being a white guy. Um, he said, we're not going to hire any more applicants that come out of Stanford law because it's just a complete mess. <laughs> it's a joke. And I say good for them. More power to them. Show those schools, you know, what's up. Okay. Then you got professors that hand out A's right and left. 
just because it's much safer. When you give a bad grade to a student, then you have to battle parents who want to know why they didn't get a good grade rather than push their kids to do better, mm. which is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true, and that's interesting. It's All right, next one. Harvard and University of Pennsylvania each together received $19,772,000 in the past two years from Qadari and Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so we wonder why we don't see pushback on Hamas and the anti-Semitism. That could be one of the reasons. Yeah. The dollars coming from the Middle East into these universities. Wow. That's a lot of money, too. That, that's not just a few million here. and that, that That's a lot of money. I wonder what it's it being is. used for, like uh, building out the school infrastructure or actually hiring professors. Who knows, you know? <laughs> well, hopefully somebody behind me will check it in even deeper and further than I am tonight, so. Okay, the Biden administration has imposed a record fine of $37 million against Grand Canyon University, much higher than universities with serious crime situations and cases. Biden is targeting institutions that don't align with his prevailing government-run schools ideology on transgender and homosexual activity. And therefore, this Christian college is being fined $37 million. Whoa. Whereas the ones that are doing all the demonstrations and rioting, they, they, they have no penalty at all. Wow. $37 million? Yeah. That's cr- Grand Canyon wow. University. GCU, really? Yeah. Wow. That's a good school. Wow. It is. Okay, University of Wisconsin votes down a deal that would have given, got a DEI, got rid of it, in exchange for faculty raises and new buildings on a nine-to-eight vote. Weird. University of Wisconsin system president and chancellor both worked six months on the deal, but the board refused to accept it. So it is kind of bad. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then Harvard University uh, highest governing body announced it was unanimous. It's unanimous support for President Claudine Gay being paddled for her anti-Semitic comments. Plus 70 members of the Congress had pushed for her termination, but the governing board of Harvard is not going to do it. Even though she was hired, mainly because she's black. Very little qualification. Well, it seems at, at this point, there's been so many people stepping forward about plagiarism. It looks like she's only authored maybe 11 papers in her whole academic career, um, <laughs> which is incredibly sad considering most professors usually do that in a whole year. So you expect that from like an associate professor, maybe at a state college, at a small school, um, and half of them are being flagged for plagiarism, half her, half her library. So that's nuts to me. Yeah, I heard that. That's true. Pathetic. Okay, and o- over 500 faculty members support the president to remain in office despite her comments on the, on the Jewish-Israeli uh, fight. Wow. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, it's, it's oh, well, like, it's being so normalized. I, I, it's just so, so it's demor- it, it really is sad. It's demoralizing, but... It's important for us to keep talking about this kind of stuff then, if they won't. I agree. Need a break time now? Uh, we got a couple more minutes, then we'll break. Okay. The White House is seeing to force recipients of federal grand, uh, grand money to accept transgender ideology or lose their funding. So it's another action by Biden to beat the colleges and, and school leaders to uh, not get federal money if they don't accept his transgender ideology. 
Well, really? It's pathetic. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is pathetic. It is pathetic. Well said. All right. St. Mary's mayor faces defeat for her effort to ban all transgender books from their library in the coming election. She banned a whole bunch of transgender books, but now she looks like she might be defeated in the coming election, according to a recent poll. How close is it in the polls? Do you know? 62%. Okay. Against her. Wow. Okay. It's kind of sad. Another one kind of surprised me. Um, Radical Monarchs, an emerging organization for black and brown youth ages 8 to 11, has a progressive alternative to the Girl Scouts in the USA. Founded in 1914 in San Francisco, this group now has a big 104 members. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) But, you know, the the, the real threat to the Girl Scouts is the fact that Boy Scouts now allow women, girls, into their their ranks. Yeah. One-third of all Boy Scouts now are girls. What? Yeah. In fact, uh, when they had their uh, jamboree this past year, I'm in the freight business, and we got a last-minute call to deliver 5,000 condoms to the jamboree. You're kidding me. No, it's pathetic. That's so disgusting. I can't really. Wow. Okay. Boy Scouts help teach you how to be a man. Yeah. It's not the way. And an upstanding citizen, by the way, of good moral character. Unbelievable. I agree. All right. Let's take a break. All right. Okay. All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. You've been listening to me and Bob Walters talk about the college crazies, the funny, the not so funny, the sad, the happy. There's just so much to cover, but we're going to take a quick break. Please stay tuned. You're listening to Riley McBride filling in for Andrea Kay on the Andrea Kay Show here on The Answer San Diego, AM 1170. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. What's going on, everyone? Coming into the bottom half of the hour here. First hour, though, so don't worry. We've got a lot of, a lot of stuff to cover. Resuming our conversation with education contributor Bob Walters. He's got so much for us. It's really exciting to have him on. We've talked about a lot already, but he's still got so much more because Bob's out there on the front lines combing through all of the headlines, all of the news, and all of the noise, and he's here with us to report on the the highlights and the lowlights, especially with the Boy Scouts of America, by the way. I, I just still cannot believe how the mighty have fallen, but Bob, thank you for joining us again. What do you have? Yeah, I got some more bad news, I'm afraid. Um, an event now has Moms for Freedom, which is a great organization, floundering. This is due to the husband of the founder, Bridget Siegler, being investigated for a rape of a young girl in Sarasota, Florida. Wow. Pathetic. Wow. Yeah. That is pathetic. That's just so absurd to me. Why it's a very effective organization, so okay. it's a shame. Yeah, wow. All right. Two programs offered in Evanston, Illinois, have evoked criticism from liberals for their tendency to resegregate classes. They set up affinity classes, as they're called, for math and for English. One sorry, what set up for blacks for and the other English? for Latinos. They hope to do this to close the gap against the other races. But the, uh, the other side, the liberals are saying, well, this will, this will provoke segregated classes and it's not proper. Well, you, which way do you want it? 
you want to close the gap or you not want to close the gap. So yeah, I guess you need so. to decide. Yeah. All right. Okay, then you got female power lifter, a woman, filed an appeal after suspension for criticizing male intrusion into her sports of powerlifting. Really? You know, men <laughs> can lift a lot more weight than women, and they've been winning all of the awards, <laughs> and this woman complained about it, so they, they ejected her out of the organization. Wow. Speak it's, up for what's uh, right, take a stand, and uh, you... you... No good deed goes unpunished, I guess, unfortunately. I know, it's pretty pathetic. <laughs> okay, on November 28th, Tennessee governor announced school voucher plan, but the NAACP reacted that this will resegregate the school. It's aimed to help 20,000 low-income students and special-needs kids to attend charter schools for free and no cost. <laughs> the NAACP is afraid that That'll remove too many blacks from the class of the general public schools. Really? Yeah, That's what they're afraid of. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay, then you got Franklin County Court Judge has ruled that the law allowing charter schools in Kentucky is illegal and cannot have public money. He said that they are private schools, not public, and therefore they cannot get public school funds. That's a setback. Shame. Yeah, that is. It's just another way to try to go after anyone who, um, well, they're trying to monopolize the education system. You have to do it our way. We we set all the standards and norms, and we defund or attack anybody else. They certainly have done that in California to any other form of schooling besides K through 12, whatever public, state funded. That's it. And even then, I mean, it's 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 just sad. I suppose there there's, there should be bad. lots of different options and choices. This is a free marketplace, and. Everybody's got different learning styles. There, there should be a way to, to have alternates. There shouldn't just be one state-sponsored way to do everything. But that's what totalitarians want, right? That's where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my final comment has to do with We the Kids. It's a great organization. You parents should listen and look them up in the webpage under wethekids.us. See books and materials that you can use and read to your kids to help offset what liberal indoctrination they're getting in the public schools. And it's a, it's a good focus on America's history, its constitution, and the Bill of Rights, which you're not really getting educated on in the schools anymore. So no, something to think about. Yeah, that's, well, that's great. I appreciate that. Um, and thank you so much, Bob, for, for all of the stories, the good ones and the not-so-good ones. It's important you're to welcome. stay up to date. I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, fill it in for Andrea Kay. Hope she's having a good time. Oh, yeah. She's uh, she's with some friends in Las Vegas, and I think she's having a blast. <laughs> That's good. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Take Bob. Care, Re- really appreciate uh-huh. it. Okay. All right, everyone. That was Mr. Bob Walters, our education contributor, who joins us every Friday afternoon slash evening, I guess, depending on when you're listening or, uh, or I, I guess, you know... Um, <laughs> where you are if you're streaming or, or if you're listening to us live you know but i appreciate all the support and bob you know we the kids it's a good organization check it out we're going to take a quick break we have a lot of ground to cover still so please make sure that you stay tuned if you miss any part of this show the first segments the opening the close if you miss any part of either hour hour one or hour two you can always find us on spotify 
Apple Podcasts, I believe Google Play Store, and basically every other app where you find your podcasts. I think we're there. I think we're distributed to all of them. So if not, though, check out Apple Podcasts and Spotify because we're definitely there and you don't want to miss any of this. Too many important headlines, too many important points. You just don't want to miss any of it. So please check us out if you miss any of it. Otherwise, I hope you're having a good time. Make sure to uh, stick around because we'll be right back after a short break. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Thanks for uh, sticking around. Thanks for joining me. Coming into the last segment of the first hour, we got a whole lot to talk about. There's just so much. And again, if you missed any of the show, you can find it wherever you find the podcasts that you listen to. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Bob Walters had some really interesting stories. And if we missed any details or we missed anything, you can reach out to us multiple different ways. To me personally, DJ Sesame B otherwise known by my real name, Riley McBride Lewis. McBride is actually my, my middle name, if you can believe it. My father's mother's maiden name. It's a beautiful name, very, very Irish, and it's very fitting. I like it, but the point is, you can find me on X at Riley underscore McBride underscore, otherwise known as DJ Sesame B. If you have any inquiries or tips, or if you want to comment on the fact that Hunter Biden is concerned that he will have to flee the country if Trump wins in 2024, please don't be a stranger. Reach out. You can also reach out to us at AK Show San Diego at AK Show San Diego. Okay, so we have this article from Town Hall. I love them. They are also a part of the Salem family, which of course includes us here at The Answer San Diego. Hunter Biden, here's the headline. Hunter Biden concerned that he will have to flee the country if Trump wins in 2024. You all know how I feel based on the state of the economy, foreign policy, geopolitics, inflation, crime, cost of living, the border situation, the state of our schools, the state of our infrastructure, the weaponized DOJ, the institutions that have been corrupted by Marxists who were very committed in their long, slow march through the American institutions of government. It's all to say that I think Trump is the answer. I would like to see him back in office. Hunter Biden obviously would not because it means he will probably be unable to evade prosecution for so many different crimes, whether it's lying about his drug use on a gun application form, which is a federal offense, or whether it's evading taxes and spending that money on prostitutes, food, drugs, clothing, cars, or whether it's the fact that Biden's appointees at the DOJ allegedly prevented David Weiss from bringing charges against Hunter Biden in California and D.C. It's very clear that if Trump gets in, the gravy train is over. The free ride is over. Hunter Biden will be in real trouble. I think he's in serious hot water right now. But if Trump were to get in and we were to get an attorney general who's actually focused on equally applying the law to all citizens... 
of this country, then Hunter Biden would be in a lot of trouble. Because the truth is, if the average Joe had done some of the things that Hunter Biden had done or has done, then that person would find themselves in prison for a very long time, at least for a few years. Hunter Biden has done so much. It's a long rap sheet from political influence peddling to collecting sacks of cash in Ukraine simply because he's the key to accessing his father's political influence to the fact that he's fathering an illegitimate child. Actually, he's not fathering this child that he had, I believe, Navy Roberts with the prostitute or the stripper. I think she's a stripper, an adult dancer, London Roberts. The point is, he's got a daughter, Navy Roberts, that he refuses to acknowledge. He's not a good person. He's done things that are certainly unethical, but also criminal. And he's worried about facing the consequences, facing the music. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. That's, that's what they always said. Hunter, you should have listened, man. I don't know what you're thinking. Maybe it's because you're under the influence of crack cocaine or so much alcohol or whatever it is. And I don't, I just, I don't want to beat him up for being a bad guy. It's really about national security. We can't put U.S. foreign policy into the hands of somebody who's so clearly troubled and unstable and unreliable and possibly intoxicated. We can't, we can't have that. That's how the country's going to end. Now, as according to this town hall piece written by Sarah Arnold just today actually just came out a little while ago I think no maybe not I don't know but according to this new report Hunter Biden worries he will have to flee the United States if former president takes former president Trump I should say takes back the White House in 2024 as president Joe Biden's son faces ongoing criminal investigations from Republicans and the reality that he will spend almost 20 years in prison if convicted of three felony and six misdemeanor charges, Hunter Biden is stirring up a plan B. Quote from a Politico reporter, Hunter Biden knows he is in the political crosshairs. In recent conversations with family friends, he has worried that he might have to flee the country if Trump were to be elected president again, according to two people who have spoken to him. Wow. Look at that. Maybe, maybe Hunter Biden... The American media is confident that Hunter Biden is totally innocent. And we do live in a country in which every man, woman, and child is innocent until proven guilty. And I want to see more evidence brought to light. I want to hear from Hunter Biden's business associates. I want to hear those audio recordings that allegedly the head of Burisma has, 15 with Hunter, 2 with Joe, discussing a pay-to-play bribery scheme in which he gives them each $5 million in order to get Viktor Shokin fired, the Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating Burisma, which gave Hunter Biden a cushy board seat and tons of money simply because he's a Biden, and that was all happening when Joe was the vice president to Barack Obama and... Or maybe Trump had just taken office. or And Burisma was trying to break into the American energy market. So it's all incredibly corrupt. And now here we are just a few years later. Ukraine's in a war and we're bankrolling their economy. It stinks of corruption. That's why Joe Biden is facing an impeachment inquiry as his son Hunter is facing criminal charges. This has never happened in American history. <laughs> it's historic. It's unprecedented. This is a big first. The son of the sitting president is facing criminal charges and so many egregious ones. Um, meanwhile, his own father is facing impeachment and is also unable to eclipse his predecessor, Donald Trump, who was framed as evil and, again, misogynistic and racist and sexist. None of it's true. 
It's never, it's, none of it is really true at all. It's all designed to smear Trump. They don't like him because he's a real threat to their power. And even Hunter Biden can see it. Now, apparently, his son, Biden's son, uh, Hunter, told his close friends that he fears he will face intense scrutiny during his father's 2024 re-election campaign, claiming that Republicans are, quote, trying to kill me, knowing that it, knowing that it will be a pain greater than my father could be able to handle. And so, therefore, destroying a presidency in that way. End quote. He destroyed his own presidency, by the way. And all of the people around him, whether it's Alejandro Mayorkas at the DHS, or Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, or Anthony Blinken, or Janet Yellen, or Pete Buttigieg. So many unqualified characters in this ensemble that we call the Biden regime. Now, Trump had previously taken shots at the president's shady son, goes on this article saying that he should have been given a death sentence for his crimes, which were paying his taxes late, two years in a row, buying a gun when he was using drugs, and then lying about it. Hunter Biden made headlines this week after defiantly skipping out on his deposition and instead held a press conference where he criticized the GOP for launching an investigation into him. I'm sure we all saw that. It was a ridiculous display of narcissism and fake victimhood. Hunter Biden is not the victim. He's not the victim. Again, I don't even want to talk about his personal stuff so much. He's jeopardizing national security. He's selling out this country to shady businessmen and, f and foreign actors in adversarial countries that would like to see this country completely fall apart. It is treasonous. It's unacceptable. And it needs to stop. Plain and simple. America cannot survive another Biden term. We're barely making it now. Truly. I don't want to be too bombastic or hyperbolic. However, I also don't want to underestimate just how bad things are and how quickly things are declining. Again, Hunter, if you didn't want to do the time, you shouldn't have done the crimes. I'm sorry, man. That's just how it goes. All right, everyone. Closing out the first hour here of the Andrea K show. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. We've covered a lot of ground, but we still have a whole other hour. You won't want to miss any of it. You can find the podcast stuff if you're unable to get get the whole hour. If you miss any part of the show, please go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Tell, tell your friends and your family about the show. If you have any questions or comments or concerns or feedback, again, you can reach out to me on X. You can email Andrea. There's mul multiple ways to to get in contact with us. And I want to hear your opinions. I want to hear your thoughts about Hunter Biden, about the border, about what's going on with American universities, anti-Semitism, you name it. Whatever's on your mind, let me know. Don't be a stranger. And again, this is the end of the first hour here on AM 1170, FM 96.1, The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Riley McBride filling in. We will be right back after a short break. So please stick around for hour two. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.